Hi, everybody. This is Moshe Fried, and welcome to the very 70th episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, I want to talk about how teachers can balance the social and emotional needs of their students together with the responsibility of covering the curriculum this year. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions, with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day, and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. As if teachers, under ordinary circumstances, don't have enough to deal with, now we've got to deal with everything, all the fallout of the pandemic, not having been in school for several months, coming back and trying to manage social distancing, wearing masks, dividers, all the different things that are going on. And of course, we can't forget about the kids, right? It's all about the kids. And my wife was telling me that she was at an orientation recently where she teaches, and they had brought in people to talk about addressing the social and emotional needs of the kids. And it was, you know, the presentation was really fantastic until someone asked, well, we've got limited time to cover a certain amount of material. How are we supposed to balance covering the material, meeting our requirements for the curriculum and addressing the social and emotional needs of the kids? And that's when the presentation kind of, I don't want to say it got off the rails, but but the answers were all, you got to use your common sense, which of course, you always have to use your common sense. The problem is that sometimes common sense is not enough and it's hard to know what the appropriate balance is. So I want to share with you um, the way I see it as a social worker, as a mental health professional, and the experience that I've been having with the people that I've been working with. And that is that, you know, step one, anytime you're dealing with someone that's in some kind of a crisis or some kind of stressful situation, it doesn't have to be a crisis. Step one is validation. And what you need to do off the bat, the very first minute that you sit down, that you come into class and you're with your class, this needs to be done on a public level to the class as a whole and as best as you can on a one-to-one private level. Now, a lot of schools, uh, let me give this little introduction, a lot of schools have great counselors, social workers, school psychologists, whatever it might be, a lot of great people that are there to help with the social and emotional support. And you should definitely work with them, lean on them, let them help you, let them guide you, and they'll know the specific situation that is relevant to you and your students a lot better than I can. But what's also important to remember that is that the foundation of any kind of social and emotional support is built on what we call the therapeutic relationship. I talk a lot about teacher-student relationships, and a lot of it really is the same as the therapeutic relationship. So you can have a great school social worker, school psychologist, guidance counselor, what have you, but for some reason, students are going to feel a better relationship, more connected with you, perhaps, or another teacher. It's not always the person that's in the role of the social and emotional support who is really in the best position to provide it. So be open to the fact that you may have students that feel comfortable with you, that are going to confide in you, and they won't necessarily confide with the people that they are 
officially supposed to confide in only because you may have that kind of a relationship with them. So it's not a knock on anybody. I tell this to people all the time. I have clients that come to me that have been to other therapists beforehand. And I know that some of these therapists that they're coming from are at least as good as I am and in many cases better clinically than I am. But for whatever reason, they feel more connected with me. And that's the foundation of everything. So in order to foster that connection, in order to build that up, off the bat, you need to validate whatever kind of struggle they may be having. And that's a huge, huge challenge because there are so many challenges. I mean, we have the here and now challenge, right? In some schools, they're wearing masks. In some schools, they're social distancing. In some schools, they're doing blended learning. So you need to make a list of all of the challenges that you're going through in getting the school year started this year. It's, it's going to be very, very difficult, but you need to be very clear and understand that this is hard because we're not able to learn in the normal way that we learn. And that might be hard for some kids. It might be easier for some kids. There is always that random kid that does better in these weird circumstances. I've seen it. But for the most part, it's going to be challenging and kids should know that if it's difficult, that makes sense. That's okay. And we can work together to try to do the, you know, to try to make it work. That's number one. Number two, we've been out of school for a long time. This is the biggest break that kids have had since they started school. Depending on where you are, obviously, when your school shut down, but all the schools shut down at some point and did this remote learning, and it was challenging. And for some people, the quarantine was challenging because they were very lonely. For some people, the, ch- the quarantine was very challenging because they were very crowded. Maybe they live in a large family in a small space. Everybody has different challenges of the quarantine, and it's important to acknowledge and point out to everybody as a group, look, we're going through a difficult time here, okay? Now, this is not to turn everybody into a victim, okay? We're not all victims. We're all in this together, but it's important to acknowledge and to validate the challenge that we are going through from the present, going to the past. It's very possible that people are going to need, obviously, a lot more, and we'll get to that in a minute, but you acknowledge the challenges that people are going through, and you say, we're all in this together, and we're going to work together. Now, the social and emotional component has to be satisfied to a certain extent, and let me explain what I mean by that. The learning goes on the foundation of the social and emotional well-being. When kids are not doing well, they can't learn. Now, it's not binary. It's not dichotomous. It's not all or nothing. It's not either they have good social emotional or not. It's on a scale, okay? They can do better. They can do worse. There needs to be a minimum amount of support, of structure, of firmness to this foundation. It has to have a certain level of strength in order for the learning to take place. Obviously, you can make it stronger and then it will be better. But even if you can't make it great, you've got to be at least, I would say for sure for a week, most probably even for two weeks. Every day you start off just saying, we're going to take the first couple of minutes of every class just to check in with ourselves, make sure we're okay, what's going on, what can we do as a group to support each other. And you can even build some kind of sense of community around that. Okay, Again, you're acknowledging and validating the challenges that we have. And you spend the first couple of minutes just thinking about it. And obviously, if something can be addressed 
in a public forum, you can spend a little bit of time. Again, not too much time, but a little bit of a time trying to address it. Most likely, kids are not going to want to come out with personal issues. This is not a group therapy session. It's a classroom. So people are not going to feel safe to share their vulnerabilities. But you can at least, and even tell them, they can come over to you privately. Now, obviously, you have to be very careful when you're inviting kids to come and talk to you privately about social, social and emotional issues. You're a teacher, okay? The boundaries need to be very clear. You need to stay within your area of expertise, and you need to also make sure that it doesn't become, you know, you may have had this experience where you think you're going to give somebody five minutes and they need an hour, and you don't have that hour. So chances are you should do this together. If they are going to come up to you, you should do it together with someone who has experience in this, who will help you keep the boundaries and keep you within your comfort level of what you're able to provide. And if you need, and if this child needs more, you would encourage them to go to someone who's better equipped to deal with it. So, so that's, that's really, really important. Again, you're giving the introduction to the class as a whole. You're letting them know that not everything is going to be addressed publicly. If they need to speak to you privately, they can. And you try to get to everybody over a couple of weeks or days, depending on how many kids you need to get to, you try to get to a couple of kids every day and you just ask them how they're doing, if anything's bothering them, how was the, how was, how was the lockdown, how was the quarantine, how are their families. You know, some people may have lost loved ones, others may not. It's, it's, so, it's so vast, it's everyone's experience, even though we've all been through the same thing, everyone's experience has been, you know, different in its own, unique in its own way. And the validation is key. Spend the first few minutes of every class, the last few minutes of every class, just, you know, how was this? What was it like? We can, you can debrief. What was it like to be back in school? You know, now you got to sit or, you know, the environment of the school is, is not, not Zoom school unless you're doing Zoom school. But if you're back in a class or you're doing some kind of blended learning, that presents with its own challenges. Acknowledge, identify the challenges, acknowledge them, validate them. And let the kids know that there is help, there is support. We can work this through and nobody has to be perfect and we aren't necessarily going to solve this in a day. You know, we're nervous about the numbers going up. You know, we're, we're fortunate and lucky to be able to have in-person school, to be able to go back to school. That's, that's really fantastic. But everyone is afraid if there is, God forbid, an uptick and the schools have to close again. So... Um, so... These are basically, these are basically the, you know, now again, you can, you can go wild with this. You can go wild with this and it can completely take over your learning. But I would recommend that you spend the first five, 10 minutes of the day and the last five, 10 minutes of the day. Again, depending on how much, you know, if you have the entire day, you could spend a little bit more time. If you only have a 45 minute period, obviously you can't do much more than this. And you say, we're, this is going to be an ongoing thing. We're going to be getting back used to these kinds of, uh, you know, we're going to be getting back into the routine. We're going to be getting back into learning in school and it's going to be different than what we're used to. And we're going to try to get used to it. And we're going to try to work together and all of that. And in the beginning, it's okay if it takes up more time, if you start to fall behind in the lesson, in, in the actual curriculum, because what's going to happen is the quicker you can strengthen 
that foundation, the more effective the learning time is going to be, the more productive the learning time is going to be. If you don't have this strong, then there are going to be other issues. Behavior issues are going to come up. All kinds of issues are going to come up because of the instability and the social-emotional piece. So it's worthwhile the investment in the beginning of the year to spend a little bit more time knowing that these, this investment is going to provide very, very good returns later on. So again, is it an exact answer? There's no exact science answer to every single situation, but this is the framework, this is the guidelines that you know have been very, very useful. A lot of research on this stuff and just very practically let them know that you're there for them. Let them know that you're there for them. And you know what? What's also really, really important, be there for each other. Be there for each other. You know, we all have different experiences. It's, it's really, really difficult. Reach out to your colleagues. Reach out to your friends. Reach out to your administration. Let's, let's get through this together as a team. It'll help us. We'll get over it quicker. We'll be stronger. We'll be better for it. And, you know, that's, that's, that's in a nutshell how I think, you know, it, it should be dealt with. Again, this has nothing to do with the Class Stars app, of course. The Class Stars app is fantastic for keeping track and making sure that you're getting to every student. It's so important that every student is engaged. It's so important that every student is involved in the conversation, is involved in the discussion. Certainly, you know, Class Stars helps with that as well. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this was useful. Share it with anybody that you think needs to hear something like this. And of course, please subscribe to this podcast and give it a rating and review. Take care. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.